This is In the Word, On the Go, the podcast where we look at one verse from God's Word for 10 minutes of your day. Welcome to In the Word, On the Go. I'm Champ Thornton, your host. Whether you're listening by yourself or with a family, this podcast is here for you to spend 10 more minutes in God's Word while you go about your day. In each episode, I get to interview one person about a favorite verse from the Bible. And today I get to welcome Chase Replegal. Chase is a bivocational pastor and hosts a podcast called the Pastor Writer Podcast. He holds a degree in biblical studies and a master of arts in New Testament. Chase is married to Ashley and they have two children. Together they all live in Springfield, Missouri, where he enjoys being outdoors, sailing, playing the mandolin, and quail hunting with his bird dog, Millie. So Chase, I've never mentioned quail hunting in a bio before, so you are a first there, and uh, it's just great to have you on the podcast. Yeah, well, thanks. I really appreciate the opportunity and uh, love the opportunity to talk about some of our favorite scripture verses. Absolutely. So why don't you just dive right in? What's the passage you have for us today? Yeah, one of my favorites uh, is from Numbers, uh, in the Old Testament book of Numbers, chapter 6. And uh, it'll be familiar to many as what is known as the Aaronic blessing, the blessing that Aaron speaks over Israel. And it goes like this, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. And then I love the next line, So shall they put my name upon the people of Israel, and I will bless them. So Chase, I love these verses. How did these verses come to be so meaningful in your life? Yeah, I don't come from a church tradition that practices blessing in a formal way. So in some traditions, this is a a kind of a routine practice where a minister might place his hands on you and offer a formal blessing over you. That might happen sort of in a service, but not something I had ever, as a minister myself, practiced. And I, uh, uh, through some reading, I came across the way some pastors were blessing, using blessing to speak scripture over people. And it took me back to this one and this image of, of Aaron. I love that phrase, that last line, putting God's name on people, speaking a blessing over their life, that scripture is both a challenge for us to live, but it's also a promise for us to receive and to, to, to identify underneath. And this blessing, God's face upon you, peace, grace to you. Um, more and more, I'm finding myself using that even pastorally just to remind people of what we have in his name. So Chase, I'm going to read it again, and then I'm going to flip it over to you because I want you to walk us through this passage phrase by phrase and explain it like you were explaining it to one of your kids. Okay, so this is the book of Numbers, chapter 6. I'm picking up in verse, I'm going to back up to verse 22. Here's what God's Word says. I'm reading out of the Christian Standard Bible. The Lord spoke to Moses, tell Aaron and his sons, this is how you are to bless the Israelites. You should say to them, may the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord look with favor on you and give you peace. In this way, they will pronounce my name over the Israelites and I will bless them. So Chase, if you were to explain this to your family, maybe you're in your living room one night, or maybe you're just driving in the car and you're talking it through with them, what would you say? Yeah, well, it's interesting that God gives this to Moses and Aaron to speak over the people. So what we're dealing with here is not some incantation or some magical thing humans figured out to get God's favor. God is saying, this is what I want to do for my people. And this blessing starts with just that bless you, keep you, protect you. So the beginning part of this is God is with you and watching over you. And then the second one, it becomes even more intimate that his face shines upon you. He's turned his attention to you 
which is grace, that he would be gracious to you, that mm. that relationship he bestows on you is not something that you've made happen or earned or some reward for your work, but by his love for you, his grace for you, he turns his attention towards you and that he lifts his countenance. He lifts his face to you so that you might have peace, that the experience of this peace in Hebrew is this idea of wholeness, that all parts of my life are working and functioning together, shalom. So the idea here is that all things are coming together in my life because of the grace that he is showing me, the protection, the blessing, the attention that he is offering me. In a world where so much seems to be broken and wrong and where so much of it can feel like we've got to figure it out, we've got to come up with the answer, we've got to find our way to make life work, to sit back and just receive this word, which commands us to do nothing other than look for his face, receive his peace, recognize his grace, sense that hand of protection upon us. It's really an incredible gift that God would give this to his people through this blessing. So you were telling me earlier before we started recording that you pray this prayer with your family. That's something I do as well. As I'm tucking my kids in at night, I'll often pray these words over them. How does this factor into your family's life? Yeah, that's great. So um, I usually pray with my kids uh, in the evening before bed, and uh, I have young kids, so they're seven and, and four. And so a lot of those prayers are help me to have no bad dreams. Um, this last <laughs> season, we've prayed every week, help the coronavirus to go away. That's been their <laughs> prayer. It's a good um, prayer. And, yeah. And so there's, there, I feel like that time together is really about how do we open our hearts up, take it to God, whatever we're wrestling with, whoever we're thinking about, how do we take those petitions to God as he invites us to do? But I have this little tradition in the morning when they're headed off to school or to preschool, you know, they did it this morning. My son was backpack on, jacket on, right, standing by the van about to get in and I'll put my my hand on their head and I'll just recite this over them. And for whatever reason, we have this little tradition where I, I pause at the last word and let them say peace. You know, they sort of conclude it. Uh, and I hope that it is for them as they're growing up a kind of balance too. In the evenings, we're going to God with our, our worries, our concerns, our requests. And in the morning, before we go off into the day, we're, we're receiving his promise. We're, we're recognizing that he is giving us something as we go about our day. Protection, grace, peace, his countenance, his face upon us. So we both ask, but we also open ourselves up to receive are these two acts of prayer. I love that. That's great. So one question we like to ask on the podcast is, what do these verses teach us about God? Because that is a great question to ask of any passage, anytime we open up God's word. So what would you say, what can we learn about our Lord from these verses? Well, I think the the big overall statement is he is a God who seeks to bless his people and to put his name on them. Now, he gives this to Israel to be spoken over them by Aaron. Doesn't mean that Israel won't struggle. Doesn't mean that God as a loving father won't discipline them, won't correct them, won't challenge them, won't send prophetic voices to rebuke at times their actions. But the disposition of God, the longing of God is to speak a blessing of grace and presence and peace over his people. And we should remember, this is the disposition by which God gives us those warnings, gives us those divine commands, corrects us when we go astray. It's that we might have his grace and we might have his peace and he might put his name over us and we might be his people. That's what God is after in this, this big, complicated and sometimes messy story of redemption that we read in the Bible. So if you were to take these verses and turn them inside out, and say the opposite, sort of a screw tape letters version 
what might these verses say? Because sometimes it's helpful to hear what it does say by thinking about what it doesn't say. Yeah, that, well, that's a fascinating question and a, and a really interesting one to, to do with this because um, so often we see God not as one who seeks to bless and put his name on, but we imagine God as ready to curse and remove his name from. Um, and so we imagine that religion or our path to God is all about somehow keeping it or finding it or unlocking some secret or doing just enough that we might get God on our side. So this might be some sort of a strict warning, right? If you were to sort of reverse it, would it would be like, the Lord is against you. <laughs> the Lord is watching waiting for you to stumble and fall, you know, do, do what you should, or else you will be condemned. Uh, you know, he, he, he will turn away from you and he will take your peace from you. Now, what's interesting is there are places where God gives us strong warnings like that in scripture, maybe not with those exact words, but he warns Israel over and over. If you do not follow my ways, it's not going to go well for you. There is, as I said before, this God of love disciplines those that he loves. Um, but he does it not so that he could sort of sit back and take joy in the number of people who don't make it in. Mm -hmm. He disciplines and warns and guides so that we can receive this peace, so that we can receive his grace, so that he can protect us and keep us. So Chase, it's been great to have you on the podcast. I'm going to ask you to pray for us, but could I ask, would you, in your prayer, pray these words of blessing over us as we close today? Yeah, I would love to do that. And I'm, uh, we're on a podcast. You can't see me, but I've multiple times, even as I've been quoting it, I sort of put my arms out like I imagine Aaron would do over the people of Israel. And so I do it over you as you're listening on a jog or mowing the yard or driving to work that, uh, that you might receive this blessing as Israel did as well. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Oh, Heavenly Father, we pray that you would do that. Wherever people are going about their business, morning or evening or noon, God, that we would be your people, that your name would be over us, and that we would sense your divine presence turning towards us, your face lifted to us in grace and peace, and that, God, we would not squander this opportunity of relationship, but that we would take your name upon us and we would live as your people, that we would give ourselves and all of our conduct and lives and desires to be your people, to bear this name you've given us well to this world in your grace and in your peace. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to In the Word, On the Go. For more information about this podcast or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net.